What up on deck? Cause it's a brand new episode number 241 for your Cardi B's album review. We're gonna let you know what we think. We're gonna go into detail about all of that stuff. Let you know the latest and greatest from the On Deck TV podcast. Also, go to RealVilleMedia.com. Check out all the latest shows and let you know all the latest things that we got going on. Absolutely, man. Shows include the hilarious Full Sport Press. Please go listen to that. Um, Round two of their player playoffs went down. I laughed the entire episode, man. It kind of got heated. Got a little heated in there, but it was hilarious. Check that out. Shout out to my guys, J-Hope, Big Jeff, and Howeezy. Also, check out that new ladies' room, Legacy, Legacy, Le- Legacy. Shit, say that three times fast. That's up right now. Go check that out. Shout out to the ladies. And, of course, Fresh for Dummies podcast with me and the homie J-Ho. We got the 10 freshest celebrities. I, unfortunately, could not be included in the list. If I was, I would easily be top three. We already know that. Um, also, do me a favor, youtube.com slash realville. Check out the new videos on YouTube. We got a lot of shit going on, man. Big announcement, too, but stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. Let's get to this rap shit, people. It is another week in the books, 241 of them to be exact. It's a lot of weeks. A lot of weeks. A lot of weeks, man. Racking Feel up like the flexing. <laughs> For a little second. Uh, man, of course, On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast. Fuck with your boy Animal Brown on all social media, Animal underscore Brown. I am Spike Lou. Uh, if you you're looking no for- underscore yet? I am underscore Spike Lou. You the last nigga on earth on that underscore wave. I underscore am underscore yeah. Spike underscore Lou. I am the original. That <laughs> <laughs> mean I don't need underscores, dots, dashes, or anything of that nature. I mean I just get down. I am Spike Lou. I was the first of my name. Oh Shout God. out my Game of Thrones fans out there. No. King Spike Lou, first of his name. We don't know nothing about that shit. Yeah. Catch up. On, what you have on deck for the weekend? Oh, uh, cool little weekend, man. Went to go see Sci High and Big Crip. Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, I, I, revelation from that show. Like we can talk about that now or later. Oh, I haven't yeah, got like to get it. into it. I didn't realize that Big Crip had that many fans. To be completely Damn. honest, which and I ain't shitting on Big Crip at all. I'm a fan of his music, the earlier stuff, and I like Big Crip. But I was there and I was surprised yep. at the enthusiasm that the Big Crip fans showed. They were word for word with That's his songs. They were shaking it. It was wall to wall. Oh, my God. Listen to me. It was a fire hazard in that moment. Standing room only. Yeah, that's a fact. And that was night one. That was standing room only. Yeah. And I say that to say, going into that, if me and you had had a quick hit question and you was like, who's the bigger artist, Sci-Hi or Big Crit? I easily would have been Big Crit. No one could have told me that it wasn't Sci-Hi. Mm, you crazy as fuck. He got too much. He got too much material out. Me personally, going into it, I'm Sai has a bigger artist to no. me than Big Crit. Ain't no way. You saw it, nah. Ain't no way. He got too much of a catalog, dude. Major label deal. Sai on bigger songs. He's on one bigger song. Bigger songs. <laughs> I don't care if, if it's one or no. It's one bigger song. He on bigger songs than Big Crit. More people, I feel like, knew Big Crit. Well, excuse me, knew Sai had Big Crit. And you were wrong. Proven wrong. Uh, my takeaway, which is funny, which is is close to that. 
is that going independent was the best thing for uh, for Big yeah. Crit to ever do. Yes. That was very, that was perfect timing because this was an independent tour. And when I tell you that motherfucker was slammed, mm-hmm. and that was night one, and I saw on my Twitter and, and Instagram night two looked just as shitty. That was a very smart move. And it was a nice venue, too. It wasn't it just was. no, no Nice stage set up and everything. Yeah, and Tabernacle, Tabernacle, a nice little venue, too. Uh, Saha, what did you think about his performance? I thought his music translated to the stage better than I would have imagined. Man, Not listen, gonna lie. If I didn't know, if you didn't know what Saha looked like, if you didn't know he was a rapper, and then you came to one of his shows and he hopped up on stage with Ice on and Yeezy's about a size thirteen when he's yeah. five two. Yeah, you'd be like, man, that ain't that that ain't dude to be spitting them bars like that. That ain't him. It's yeah. not him right there. <laughs> but credit to him, he was iced out. He did his thing. He shook the show. Shout out to wife and Lucy. Yep, yep, yep. And Lloyd. Well, I wasn't even just talking about the people that came out. I was just oh, talking man. about people who Ice Game was filthy. Oh no, wife and Lucy. Wife was and Lucy, Ice Game was on ten. Yeah, he was shining. Listen to me. Lloyd didn't have no ice. So I don't even. Why right. Lucia ice was so shiny? I don't even know if Lloyd had ice. I can't even remember if nobody else had ice on. Lucci shook that. Whatever deal he got or whoever his jewel is, people, he need to like start handing out his card. That's a fact. Jesus. Uh, man, I learned something new this weekend. What'd you learn? I learned what it means. I know you done heard the phrase of like a rapper who's on a label who's never going to come out as like a tax write-off. I finally have been schooled as to what that meant. You mean what Cash Money's famous for? Exactly. What Lil Twist <laughs> is sitting right there for, what Lil Chucky is sitting right there for, and about 15 others. Soon to be Lil Pump. All of that. I learned, and shout out to anyone else who already knew this that didn't tell me, that what that means is if I'm if I'm Birdman and I made... What a tax write-off means is you skipped that part. Yeah, tax write-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I'm Birdman and I just I made ten million dollars last year, but I don't want to get taxed on my ten million dollars. I sign whoever, Lil Chucky and Lil Twist, I put them up in a crib that I already bought for myself. I put them in a whip that I had already bought for myself, and I write the cost of the whip, the cost of the crib, and everything else off as expenses, which comes down off of the ten million that I made. Therefore, I'm taxed on the lower amount and not that large ass amount that I brought in. I did not fucking know that. So that's what that means when an artist is chilling on the label, not doing shit, and you're like, oh, that's a tax write-off. That's why they got signed. Light bulb went off in the top of my head. This was brand new information. I feel smarter already. So you mean to tell me, if I'm baby, and I just signed Lil Pump, and I want to buy that brand new Bugatti, yep. what I should do is get that new Bugatti, Sign a little pump for $50,000 up yep. front and then just buy that Bugatti and be like, you know what? I bought this for him. Yeah, that's it. So all the write-offs and tax breaks that I can get from this, give them to me for this new Bugatti that I got. The Bugatti 1.5, it's going to come off the 20 that I made or the 10 that I made, and, right. and then I'm going to put a, a like crib that. full of pump. That the crib was $4 million. I'm going to write that off then on I my shit. sell that crib for cooler price because it was baby's house that's what i'm saying yeah oh you know saying? pump can live in it for a couple of months and then, and then it was I'm, my house yeah, yeah and when i feel like selling it you can get out now mm. now I'm, I'm caked that's how the rich stay rich this is new to me y'all it's tax season that's a little something for everybody because it's still tax is it still taxi i think it's still tax season you got a couple know. days what's today April, it's April tax season. Isn't it? It's about that to wrap up. Ran out. <laughs> that shit done ran out for the real, <laughs> real niggas out there. That shit done ran out, man. Days I went to see a movie bought. this weekend, though. Oh, what's it? Before we go on, uh, don't say a word. 
It had my boy from the office in there. Don't say a word. Tough. Uh, it was a movie you about. You talking about The Quiet Place? This nigga said, don't say a don't word. Don't say a word, Quiet Place. What the fuck the name of it is? She was one sweet. of the other ones in the name. But it was a good movie, though. It was my guy from The Office in there. Yeah, he wrote, directed it, too. Did he? Yeah, he directed it. And that's it. his real life wife, too. Mm. Yeah. That's rough on him. Was it straight, though? It was a good movie. They didn't that do was, much talking, though, not a lot of dialogue. Actually, the reason that I thought it was good and the reason I wanted to go see it because I wanted to figure out how they were going to do a movie where they couldn't talk a lot. Yeah. And they figured out ways to do it because it had to be ambient noise that wasn't louder than the talking, so they were able to express themselves and do what they needed to do to avoid the monsters. It was a good movie. Good Sound plot, good ending. No, it was good, though. You you definitely would like some shit like this. Count me in. I'm With the aliens you know. and shit like it all in there. You're going to spoil it? You're just going to spoil this I fucking people, movie? How no, did I know no. what was in it? People know it was fucking aliens. I got to do the read the trailer. <laughs> it was supposed to be a Cloverfield movie, though. Nah, man, stop trying to drag my Cloverfield name I'm through the I'm just letting mud. you know, this was supposed to be a Cloverfield movie, and once you look at it, you're going to be like, I can see that. All right. Watch. Fair enough, man. Let's get to this. Hip- well, hold on. Before we get to this rap shit, you got y'all. some more shit? We got a big announcement. Uh-huh. What you're you going to say, pay very close attention to the social medias this week uh, at On Deck TV Podcast on Instagram and Twitter and the rap chat and Facebook. All right, coming soon. That's it. Just pay close attention. Just coming soon. Big announcement. Soon come. Okay. All right, to this rap shit now. Now, we are talking Cardi B a little bit later in the episode. We're going to review her album. Um, but first, on Saturday. TDE President Punch, he took to Twitter and made a bold statement. A very simple tweet that said, Cardi is the new Tupac. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait wait now. Of course, the internet went in a frenzy. He later clarified his his statements, explaining the reason why people love Pac and Cardi is the same. My question is, are people too far removed from Pac's legacy to remember it correctly? That's a great question, and I think that that's where we're at now. When Punch, who's a very respectable artist, got very respectable artist on his label, has a very respectable label. Yep. So he has a respectable voice in the game. When he say, hey, Cardi B reminds me of Tupac, it seemed crazy. And the reason that it seemed crazy because we don't remember the legacy and 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 the the impact that Pac had originally when he came out. He ain't talking about bars or he ain't even necessarily talking about the music that she putting out, he I, I know All Eyes on Me ain't what Cardi just came out with. Right. But how she sold herself, that's what made people love Pop. How she'll say whatever the fuck she wants to say without fear of losing her spot or people no longer fucking with her. I'm just going to be me because being me got me here. And Pop did that all the way until he died, damn near. Yeah, pretty much. So with him saying that, people quick to run and say, oh my God, you mentioned Cardi B and Tupac together. How could you do that? And that's why I say I think that was a great question because we do forget his legacy. We do forget how outrageous Pac was at times. We do forget that he was the person that was on Arsenio Hall doing this. Who was the person that was spitting at the cameras outside of the courtroom? He was doing these things. That's Tupac. That's Cardi B. I could see this. I think we remember Tupac's legacy, which is why we're up in arms when someone compares Cardi B to a Tupac, mm-hmm. because his shit stretched over years. True. And he's got a catalog, right. and you're comparing him to someone who has dropped one project. Now, here's the oh well, well one but, album. Now, here's the thing, though, and Punch said he understood why people felt a certain way because he didn't put it into, the, into context. Mm-hmm. He later clarified what he meant by it. 
by saying that the reason why Pac is as popular as he was isn't necessarily because of his skills or the complexity of what he was saying, because there's more skilled people that were out when he was out that were popular too, uh, Big, Nas, Jay, whoever. He said people fuck with Pac because of his passion, content, delivery, and honesty. And all of those are the same reason that people fuck with Cardi B. Passion, content, delivery, and honesty. Now, I can definitely respect that, and on a small scale, yes, that is why Cardi B has fans and people are fucking with her for now. Mm. Now, can you do that over six, seven, eight years? Can you stay true to that and maintain Cardi B status over that time period like Pac did? That's another story. That's why jumping the gun and comparing someone to a legend it's tough. Good job of getting people's attention, though. I think is what he was trying to do. Very, very <laughs> good job. Nice clickbait. But to what you're saying, as far as comparing her to a legend, she's 25. Pac was 25 when he died. Yep. I th- yeah, she's 25? Mm-hmm. I, I assume. I mean, that's what they're saying. She's 30, bro. Let's be honest. Wow. She's not 30? You breaking the Cardi news that she started? She doing a little Wayne thing with she's her She's younger age? than Offset? She said she was 25, dude. Bro, that means she's younger than Quavo, bro. I have no idea how old Quavo or Offset are. Quavo's 26. <laughs> I, I don't know that. With that being it's said, crazy. when you talk about legacy and, and you talk about Tupac like you're saying, yeah, you're right musically, right? Yeah. And and I don't think, like Punch was saying, that that's the thing that he was trying to do is to compare them to musically. I think impact and doing what they're doing for this time frame and his age is going to align her with him as he's saying, but she's going to mature into a uh, older woman. She's going to be more careful in the things that she of said, course. especially once she have kids. So I don't think it's fair that you'd be like, Oh, well we'll see if she can keep that up. No, she ain't going to be able to keep it up. Cause she ain't going to be able to. And I'll address this when we talk about the album review later, she's not going to be able to continue this persona act I put air quotes up when I say act because yeah, I ain't yeah. trying to say she's being fake. But there's only going to be so far that she can go once she has a child. Right? That's fair. Yeah, no, nah, I can understand it. But, uh, I mean, you could argue like Kim K still do crazy shit and she got a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's shit you can that's argue different. with that. That's different. But I, I understand that. She'll mature and all that shit or whatever, have a different perspective. But, it's bro, like people, I, I, I can't sit here and knock Troy Al for comparing himself to Pac. Or knock Boosie for I doing can. it, but I but, but I, and not say punch. What are you talking about, bro? Why do you have him in the same sentence, bro? Well, well, like I I get it. Yes, people fuck with her because she's honest, and you know what I'm saying she's nah, open about her nah, shit. I ain't gonna do that though because if I'm talking about Troy Elb, then I'm talking about if you saying you pop you you he's obviously referring to the music as well, which ain't nowhere near it. And then if you want to put it on charisma or you got shot or you got the record, then no, nah, it's, it's not acceptable. Because Troy Elb ain't on David Letterman. He ain't on the Night Souls. He ain't on Saturday Night Live. Like Pac was in the spotlight before he died. Now, with Boosie, it's a different thing because he ain't on them shows either. He's not. You're right. But if you were to talk to Boosie and like you said, this is your problem. In his circuit, where he's going, the shows that he is going to because he ain't going to Letterman. He ain't going to Jimmy Fallon. But where he is going to, it's, what, 30,000 people there? Ain't no way. Well, okay. Stop. It's, it's, it's 5,000 people every night when you showing up. All right. And they're all yelling your name. 
Yeah. It may be in Baton Rouge. It may be in El Paso. Yeah. It may be Little in Rock. Mississippi and Little Rock. Yeah. But there's still 5,000 people every night yelling your name. So you do believe that you have the same cloth. Here, here, now, here's the, the – this is what really is the, the cool part. Yes, yeah. I can I can actually understand why someone would say they rem, Boosie would remind them of Pac – or in this instance, why he would say Cardi B remind him of Pac. Mm-hmm. That's because there were so many facets to Pac, which is why it's blasphemous to compare <laughs> one person to point. him because there's so many layers to Pac. That's the best point you've ever made on this podcast. First of all, Congratulations. I do weekly. <laughs> that's why it's that's blasphemous. It's and, layers. And that would be the only thing for me, being a Boosie fan, if you were to come and say, hey, well, he can't do that, and he can't. <laughs> But he don't got as many layers as pocket. Even though you may try to do a dear mama, and it may be cool that you did it, and it comes out, and you have a song, it still ain't gonna have the impact. Exactly. So that that's what makes Pac special. I really wish people would stop comparing. What we have to figure out is is Cardi gonna have that impact down the line? Like that cheating song that she did about Offset. Does that have an impact with chicks? I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. From gauging social media, yes. Hmm. But who knows? More y'all on let that us album know. later, though. Yeah, y'all let us know in the rap chat. Um, all right, moving on, man. Will I am. Okay. I don't think we've ever spoke about Will I Am on the show. <laughs> Le- lead singer of the Black Eyed Peas. All right, let's go, Will I Am. Yeah, he will be receiving an honorary doctorate, uh, mm-hmm. courtesy of Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine's Academy through USC. Mm-hmm. Um He will actually give the commencement speech at the school as well in May. Uh my question is who in hip hop deserves a doctorate for rhymes? Mm-hmm. So with Will I Am in this, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine made the contribution, or whatever, to USC. And with that being said, they're gonna name a doctorate every year somebody from hip hop to do this. Okay. Will I Am was the first one to do this producer credits or whatnot. If we going with rhymes and doctorate and somebody that has a precision of being just a rhyme beast, I would go Nas. Mm. And I know a lot of people say I shit on Nas because he's no, not. You hate I on Nas. Shit on Nas because I don't have him first ballot or whatnot. I do respect Nas' rhyme game. It ain't too many people that can rhyme like Nas. Though it may be boring at times. Right. If I were to give somebody a doctorate in rapping, <laughs> Nas would be the first dude. Nazir Jones is the first dude that I think of. 19 years old, classic rap album. I give him that even though it's not my cup of tea. Right. I give him that. And throughout the years, as far as consistency with somebody that's never fell off with bars, like Nas can say some shit today that like will fucking amaze you. You may not be able to relate to it like Jay-Z. It may not be as catchy as some Snoop shit. But still, what Nas is going to do is you gonna be like, my God, that was cold. Like that was a hell of a way to twist the English language as a rapper. So I, I would give my doctorate to Nas. Now, what I would do, first of all, I had to look up what doctorate degree basically means. Okay. And what that says is that you're at a level where you could teach said subject. Nas. So, <laughs> now, that, that's that's super accurate. Nas could obviously teach a motherfucker how to rhyme. Tough. Now, I've got somebody. I've got, actually got a couple of people. I think you could easily go Eminem. Mm. Cause he could basically any which flow that you like the class of flow one oh one he could teach that right tomorrow he can rap pr- pretty much any style. Then I would go Jay Z for the entendres right, the double entendres the triple entendres he's a king of that period. Nobody does that shit better than Hov. Lastly, who else could get a doctorate in rhyming? 
06 Lil Wayne. 06 Lil Wayne. Yeah, now yeah. mixtape Weezy, not this well, Weezy. Mixtape Weezy, oh, uh, that little era right there. Okay. Not 2018 Wayne is what I'm saying. 06 mixtape Weezy, just for his witty, the wittiness of his rhymes, he could teach a class on how to bring that flavor to bars. Those three could get a doctorate tomorrow in rapping, period. I agree with that. That's 100% true. Um, that's a good question for the rap chat, I think. That's a great question for people in the rap chat to, to debate over or to even post up. Who do you think deserves a rap doctorate? Who in can rhyming, teach though. these bars in yes. rhyming? Not beat picking. No. Nah. <laughs> Not hooks. A rap doctorate. Right. Like, I can teach you how to put... Noun a killer 16 every time Go to the Facebook rap chat And let us know what you think uh, Just for the record Other rappers with honorary doctorates Common okay. LL Cool J Diddy and of Kanye Of course Kanye Where you get one from? Some place in Chicago mm. First of all Don't do Kanye like that That's well, number I mean, one Second <laughs> off he Clearly he deserves one For whatever the fuck it was for Oh my god Doesn't matter Yeah true You need a couple doctorates All right. Yay. And assholeism. You got the next question? Or we, right? <laughs> we just going to sit over yay and do a podcast on it. Oh, here. shit. Next up, man. ASAP Rocky. Your man's. Who? Uh, canceled a show in Japan. Mm. Why did he cancel a show in Japan, you ask? Great question. To finish up his album. Apparently, he's struggling putting it together, man. Pressure. Is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal? It's a big deal, man. If you've never had a good album... And, wow. and your name as big as it is, by this time, people are going to start raising their eyebrow and doing the emoji at you. And they're going to be like, man, what's going on with this dude? Is it the shuck? Should we have bought in ever? What's, <laughs> what, like, what is going on? So I, I definitely can understand why this is a big deal and why he would cancel shows behind this. To me, this is ha- like not a big ASAP Rocky fan, but this, this is a put up or shut up album. Mm. This is it I, I say this Number one Anytime you cancel a show In Japan It's gotta be a big deal Cause that bag Gotta be stupid That you just turned down Facts Gotta be stupid <laughs> That's two That's 250 well, like, Nah it's more than that At least 250 That's at least 250 Like yeah. You turning down that You got either got Some other shit brewing Or this album Must really mean a lot to you mm. um, So that It's a little bit Of a big deal But I will say this though ASAP Kemp had a good seven, 2017. Uh, ASAP Ferg came out. ASAP 12, he came out. And ASAP Mob, they all came out in the same month. So they had a nice run in 2017. Ferg got the, the Plain Jane joint that's kind of on the radio real heavy. He just got a gold plaque for that. So ASAP Mob's name has been out here. It's not like as if they've just been disappeared. ASAP Rocky's been quiet. Exactly. But the... ASAP fill in the blank has been out here. ASAP Rocky want that number one spot back. That's why the press is on. He can take his time to do it. That's no, what I'm saying. No, he can't. Because people starting to realize that he ain't the only one that got, well, That's he the point. ain't the talent over there. No. It may be Ferg. It may be them as a collective. But it damn sure ain't ASAP Rocky like people thought it was in the beginning. Like, oh, he's the main guy and he's this and he's that. He's starting to lose that grip. And he's starting to feel that pressure. I will say this, though. He has dropped two songs, and no, and they have not stuck. Ain't nothing doing. Ain't doing nothing. He got the one with Gucci and 21 Savage, mm. and then he got the one with Block Boy JB. And now, Block, the one with Block Boy JB is fairly new, so it really hasn't had time to just brew like that. I didn't even know you had my boy on the song. Tough. And it's a, it's, it's a solid little song. Let's go, Block. But it ain't, it ain't like 
ASAP what what ASAP fans are looking for for Rocky though for the level at which he's supposed to be at the caliber at which ASAP Rocky is supposed to be like one of the big most influential of his class. Nah. The, the record's not hitting like that, so I understand he's sweating a little bit. I would have still took that flight to Japan though. Went over there, got some free bait, got me a big bag for doing the show. Motherfuckers don't understand what I'm saying. I gotta have that. That album is important, man. That's the problem. Like, you can't take no flight. Like, that's a goddamn 14, 15 hour flight. <laughs> he, he ain't got time to take that off, and he ain't taking it private. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, you got a day to recoup. Man, he ain't got that much time. Like, this is an important album for dude. And it's a quiet year, too. Like, quiet is kept. Yes, we've that, had exactly. Carter. Yes, we've had Nipsey. But other than that, though, like ain't no big dog release. And that's a good point too. Like if, if even to manipulate your position and say, "Hey, I'm one of the big dogs," you need to come out this year when the rest of the big dogs all came out last year. That's true. You got to do that. Now that now that is a fact. Got to get his shit together. Let's go, ASAP. Now you ASAP. Are you going to listen when he drops? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Um, moving right along. Uh, 42 hip-hop artists have went gold this year. Damn. That's so a lot much? of gold plaques. Uh, simple question, man. Does that mean the music business is back? Music business is booming. Clearly. They can sell you these lies about streaming and artists not being paid and this and that. I'm not biting. I do not believe it. Cardi B dropped Friday. She was gold certified on Saturday. I mean, I can tell you why, though. Because of that Bodak so Yellow and the streams for that, and yes. I understand that. Same yes. thing with Drake and Views and the uh, One Dance. Cool. I get it. Yep. Find you a dope song. Build your album around that dope song. Come out. Shuck the certifications until you can't do it no more. I ain't got no problem with this. I think the music business is booming. And this is good for people who can curate songs, who know how to catch a vibe as they say nowadays or the youngins are saying yeah as as far as making a whole thing with uh repetitive uh lyrics and hooks and beats like the gucci gang and shit like that i think this is a reflection of that uh, i think first of all I'm, I'm agree that the music industry is booming but i'm gonna say the reason being is because like the reason we're seeing these plaques and people getting gold records is because their shit is getting replay value now. Like, that's how you get plaques off of streams. Remember back in the day, like, if I wanted to hear Cardi B album back in the day, I had to buy it. That's it. And man, what if I bought it? Think of how many niggas had a dope single and you bought the album and it was trash. You never listened to it again. Mm-hmm. But that album sale still counted. So they still got that plaque for that. Nowadays, that don't work. Lil Yachty come out with that bullshit-ass teenage emotions. Motherfuckers get that one run. And stop. Yeah, that's a fact. Ain't no plaque for Yachty. But you can get it. But with that being said, like you said now, all it takes is a song, though. That's what. I'm, but that's what I'm saying. But that's because people are. Li- that lets me know that people are listening to Bodak Yellow. You have a choice now. These plaques, and I've only I've heard of uh, obviously several people on this list. There was a handful I, I hadn't heard of, but clearly someone is listening to their shit over and over again yeah. because they've get it. You know how many spins you got to get to get a gold plaque, dude? For stream, you got to get like a zillion streams. Yeah, that's, that's what they do in the Gucci gang. They listen to that six times in a row. You make it two minutes long. You put that, that motherfucker on, on number three. That was smart. And boom, you keep running it back. Uh, Some of the songs, Bad Barbie, Gold. Ad, you know what's Bad Baby? I thought it was Barbie. I did too. Yeah. Okay, so High Bitch was gold. Uh, she ripped the remix, though. I ain't going to lie. I don't believe that. Black. 
He had him go Six black We're gonna say six black So people know who the fuck We talking about I thought his name was black Pronounced black It is but six black uh, just 69 Had a gold album 69 Keep in mind we're How many months are we in 2018 This is April Okay It's 46 42 a, 42 a, buddy, a Boogie with the hoodie I see your boy uh, Trippy Red Yeah XX Extension Yard I see Staples. you NBA young boy Dolph 100 shots That's that's interesting Like you, like you said though all you need, all you need is a song to go gold, and you're a gold artist. That's a fact. Lil Pump came out with a new song called Boss. That's gold. I ain't listening to that shit. Rich the Kid, Plug Walk. That's a fairly new song. Fetty Wap, Jug. I didn't know Fetty Wap still made music. Me either. I'm gonna keep it real. Lecrae, I'll find you. See, these are random like songs that people just like on this nigga. Album. And that's crazy. Russ, do it myself. Russ had like six songs on his list. I'm can, amazed by that. I can see that. that. He got a couple joints. Mm. It's some old shit on here too, like Ty Dolla Sign album Tough. went gold. Jay Z's Renegade went gold. Yeah, yeah. Eminem has had twenty two songs go gold this year. <laughs> that's, I mean, that show you. I think how ridiculous. people try to say the streams are not helping artists. That's not true. As as long as you can get your catalog up and you can get people. Uh, to acknowledge your catalog and, and, and find the songs that they like Then they gonna listen to it People listen to songs on repeat Working out That's Riding true. in the car it's Riding easier. on the subway It's easier to throw that motherfucker on repeat And be like damn yeah. I was really listening to that I really fucked with that it's, it's more accessible too Like I'm not switching CDs out Searching hoping I find and lose I yeah, my shit I ain't shit. even gotta press nothing I, Nigga three Listen a search and two button Two screen taps And I'm listening to whatever the fuck I want to so I, I believe I when we first broke the news about well we didn't break it but you know when we first talked about the billboard using streams counting I was like I was skeptical about it but then the more I thought about it it denotes replay value it means people are listening to your shit yes I'm on the gym yes I listen to it six times in a row because that shit go hard so I'm listening to it six times in a row dude that lets me know people are fucking with the music all the songs I mean not all of them but most of the songs I've heard of. So I was like, okay, like this, you know, the hundred shots was one of the better songs on that bulletproof joint. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the Amine or Amine or whatever, how the fuck you say his name? He had Amine. one. You said this shit was straight, so this is not surprising. Yeah, I wasn't surprised by a lot of this shit except the old shit, like Eminem being on here. A lot of his old shit that was kind of weird. I don't know who rolled around listening to that shit. Shout out to music, man. I think we all win in this situation. I agree. People acting like they wasn't getting paid and like streams was going to be the death of the fucking music industry, and it's not. It's oh, not. I don't the know case. if they get paid though. Listen, I don't, listen, I mean, some, I don't know how much I'm, somebody office. making money off his shit. Apple, yeah. the label. Uh, I, I don't know. I, nah, they getting point zero 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 one penny. Somebody, off his somebody shit. getting paid off his shit. Yeah, of course, right. they always getting paid. All right. But yeah, I remember when streaming first came out, and I was skeptical. Mm-hmm. And I remember the day I got that shit. What you got, Apple? I think Spotify it was Beats. might have been. I paid for Spotify. Spotify or Beats? Spotify duped me. And what this is mean? how Spotify duped me because when you first signed up for it, you could get everything that you wanted to listen to. Right. For, for the frizzle. Yep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 30 days go up, and then you start listening to some of your favorite songs. Like, we were talking about putting your shit on repeat. I After them 30 that. days up, oh, this ain't, on the, this ain't on the free joint. Yeah, they got you. You got to go on and sign up for the nine ninety nine to get these now. Killed you. By that time, you got your playlist. You know what I'm saying? You already in debt, so. You got to drop them 10. You drop them $10 a month. That shit was a, That's I, how they got me. I was skeptical until I actually bought that shit and was like, damn, this shit is a game changer. Exactly. And then I was like, I can listen to any song I want to. That shit crazy. Anytime? 
ain't got to download it. I ain't got to find nobody for it. I ain't got to put the CD in. Game changer. I'll describe. Do you know anybody that ain't got no streaming service? They listen to YouTube. Yep. Oh, well, yeah, you can still listen to YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, all right, man, moving on. Man, this is a little bit of a, a downer. Yeah. Um, Georgia artist. He's from Fort Lauderdale. Or, originally from Fort Lauderdale, yeah. but he was, lived here in Columbus. Billion dollar BD. Yeah, over the past weekend, allegedly something went down. Not, Not even allegedly. allegedly. Something yeah. did go down in the Pizza Hut parking lot, and he's lost his life. Um up and coming artist from Fort Lauderdale area had a song with Money Man, who I think we played on here before. Probably. Yeah. We had a song with him that was real big last year and was starting to blow up. But unfortunately he lost his life this weekend over what we do not know. But yeah, we wanted man. to shed a little light on the situation and play that. Yeah, let's play a song, man. It's called Heart Cold. Yep. Let's play that, man. Billion dollar BD. Check it out. Come and get your whole man. Don't come my line unless you looking for a whole thing. EGG, Eric, while I took it across the gold, man. All blue, honey, but Bushimi's white like cocaine. Billion dollar Montana, nigga, that's my code name. Instagram B, ask your bitch about me. These designers on my feet, couple thousand in the street. That's why haters hate on me. Mark Cole, rockin' pencil, bitch, rollers. Send a full, whole lot of money on me. All right, man, that was billion dollar BD. Hard Cold? Yep, Hard Cold. Rest in peace to Billion Dollar BD, man. He was an up-and-coming guy, like we said, from Fort Lauderdale, the Florida area. Got a lot of shine for a song he had with Money Man back uh, last year, I believe. Yeah, had a, had a song by um, Zaytoven that, yeah, that was buzzing, yep, too. Zaytoven did the beat. It was the same song. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, rest in peace to him. Absolutely. Condolences to the family yeah, and close friends. Condolences to him, fans, family, all of that stuff. Check out his music. Give him a couple spins and stuff like that. Absolutely, man. Now, speaking of music, man, Cardi B, probably the second most anticipated album of the year so far. Behind Nipsey? Behind Nipsey. Okay. Um, Cardi B, man. She's mm. here. What are your... That's, that what, what that's the sound that she makes? Is that, is that it? I, don't know. I can't listen to no interviews. I don't know. <laughs> I fuck with Cardi, though. I can't listen to no interview, bro. I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm here all day for the interviews. I'm, I can listen to the interview for the album. Um, what was your and what was your expectations of this album, Invasion of Privacy? All right, here's the thing. Cardi B had the benefit of the doubt of being famous before she ever had to come out with a complete body of work, and that worked for her in this album. I think that she was able to. I don't want to use the word manipulate to make it sound like she was doing anything wrong. But what she was able to do is manipulate the public's perception of her and what she would be talking about in an album coming out as a female in 2018 into a lovable, charismatic type thing, which is why she's been compared to Tupac by people like Punch from TDE. I get it. I totally understand it. She didn't do anything overly offensive on this album she didn't do anything when she stepped outside of the box what she did she gave you cardi b she gave you the person that she's been presenting to you for the last couple of years 
on reality TV, on the late night shows, in the interviews. She didn't stray away from that. She didn't try to get too deep. She wasn't too playful. She kept everything real and 100 as Cardi B does. And with that being said, she was able to come out with an album and people are going to remember for a long time as far as nostalgia not for the bars not for the beats not for the content but just for how cardi b made you feel how she came out the gate made you feel over the last two years the joke that she made at the end of the album these 15 minutes been a long ass time huh when she was talking to scissor that was cold and you're gonna remember that for a lot longer than 15 minutes yeah yeah now i would say leading up to this man i had zero interest in hearing it zero um, I, That's I not true You wanted to do a review episode last no, week No cause only because it's anticipated But I didn't want to hear it mm. I didn't think it was going to be good mm. I haven't listened to her, none of her But t- to be fair I haven't listened to none of her mixtapes So I, I understand that she had maybe two or three mixtapes Leading up to this That were actually from what I've heard pretty straight mm. Again I have no desire of listening to anyone's music Who's on Love and Hip Hop Literally no one If you tell me hey this dude right here dope Oh where are you from right, He was just on Love and Hip Hop oh, Okay I'm good I don't want to hear it. That's just, that's just, I got to get over that, apparently, because I listened to this, and before I get to what I think about it, I didn't, so my expectations were low. It's about as low as they can be. Okay, yes, Bodak Yellow, that's a banger. That's a club banger, and it's better than I really wanted to give it credit for early on because sometimes it's a little bit tough to get over her accent at first when she's rapping, but because, it's a, it's tough at first, but then you notice that she's, she can stay in pocket with the flow. So when you, when you peep that she's actually staying in pocket, it's like, okay, I can fuck with this. Bodek Yellow was a banger. The song with 21 Savage was okay. And the song that they dropped last week leading up to the release, uh, that was decent. So she's two for three leading up to the album. Um, now, if I'm going to get to my what I thought about the album, I'm not going to lie. I thought this shit was bang. Mm-hmm. We'll keep it all the way buck. The album is fire. Banging in the sense of what banging bars, songs, like what? What do you mean, it. bang everything? All, the smartest thing that whoever her team is did was get right. her writers that could actually say something, right? That like she and, and I'm gonna be clear. I'm not knocking her for having writers. I'm just pointing this out so people don't get it confused. Her writers, because she writes some of it too. They hit her with witty lines, dude. Like witty. She's actually slick saying something. That's important, dude, but she's not lyrical, miracle, spiritual you to death like maybe a Remy Ma might can get into. Mm-hmm. Remy Ma almost raps too well. It's like, okay, like you, okay, you're doing a little too much. She's, Cardi B, balancing the line between rapping well enough and saying witty shit, but keeping it simplistic so where somebody can recite it. Yeah, like you can hashtag Cardi B balls. Right, you can Instagram her shit. You can Instagram her shit like that. What made a big deal off the wham was the Chrissy Teigen and Rihanna absolutely threesome thing because you can hear that and and, and it jumps out. It's, I can it's, see it's that provocative. Actually. I would love to see that <laughs> after Chrissy Teigen has her baby and Cardi too. With that being said, it goes to a point where Cardi B understands what she is, and you kind of touched on it when you were talking. But I appreciate the fact that she only she she wasn't here trying to bore you to death. Like she didn't go get Jay Electronica to write no songs. <laughs> no, nah, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't yeah. trying to like bore you down on like one of the songs because I don't want to hear that. Nah. If I want Cardi B to rap, and it ain't nothing taking away against her skills. 
I don't want her to wrap me under the table. I yeah, don't no, want no. to hear that. It wouldn't fit. I want to hear about threesomes with Chrissy Teigen and Rihanna. That's what I want to envision Cardi B rapping about pussy popping in church. <laughs> like these are bars in which she came with it. I love to hear that. Yeah. And I think the fact that she was a celebrity before her album came out played a lot into me being able to digest it personally. I don't know how a lot of other people felt about it, but just personally, I wasn't going into it like like you said. If I'm listening to Remy Ma, there's a certain expectation that I have as far as bars. Right. Well, even Nicki Minaj, there's a certain expectation Ooh. that I have. Nicki Minaj. Rhapsody. Rap, well, she she lives up to it. Yeah, that's time. a fact. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But with, even with Nicki, even though Nicki can spit, there's a certain thing that you hold her up to every time, and sometimes she just don't hit that goal. With Agreed. Cardi, it's like, oh, fuck it. Like, I'm just coming in here. I'm going to put my titties on the table. Y'all can like it or not. I don't she's, give but a she's fuck. snapping on her. I ain't gonna lie. I, oh I, yeah, like and, she's taking and, off. And, on and this that's the best thing. Like she's doing her thing. She's doing what you expect her to do as Cardi. She ain't out rapping you, putting you under the table. Like you, like oh shit, that was funny. That was catchy. Exactly. That was witty. That yep. was Instagram worthy. Like yep. I get it. Like everything lined up and met together. That's why I think it was a perfect job, not only by her. And I'm going to continue to say this, her team, like you said this too. And that ain't taking nothing away from nah, her nah, as an nah. artist. Several people have teams. Let's be yeah. very clear. Like Nikki got a team, a lot of Drake people got, got a teams. team. And this is what she was able to do that makes her stand out from Nikki and a lot of other female artists. The team didn't define her. It was still, hey, what is Cardi doing? Like people yeah. like tune in. Like there are people that I know that go personally to check out all of her interviews just because they like her that much. They may not like the Tonight Show, but guess right. what? Cardi was on there. Boom, I'm checking it out. Oh, I don't watch Saturday Night Live ever, but yep. guess what? Cardi was on there. Oh, I'm checking it out. She did a pregnancy reveal on Saturday Night Live. Oh, I'm checking that out. Yep. People are tuned into her like that. She was a celebrity, and she capitalized off this album uh, being a celebrity, not so much a rapper, and that's cool. She's easily winning the like reality show like she's breaking barriers of how how far you can go off a reality show. That is a fact. Because I, I swear to well, you, if you would have told me two years ago, bro, she's gonna put out an album and it's gonna be fire, I'd have been like, nigga, you lying, bro. Kim K though, she the reality she she the reality show go right. Well, no, nah, she well, her dad was famous though. Was he? Yeah, was nigga, he OJ lawyer, nigga. He was famous. Yeah, Ken and Jenner and that nigga was in the Olympics. Just like, was, the family was already set. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Like, That's true. They had money, but I don't know about fame. Well, yeah, so that's true. Who's the most famous woman right now? Is it Beyonce or Kim Kardashian? It's Oprah. Oprah's not the most famous woman. You're in right. World. It's not. She's the richest, though. She's <laughs> definitely the richest, but she's not the most famous. Rather be rich than famous. That's a fact. Uh, probably Beyonce. Beyonce, Michelle the Obama, most famous like woman in the world. Michelle Obama. Beyonce. More people know Beyonce than Michelle Obama. I don't know. These kids in Africa are gonna give a fuck about Michelle Obama. That's possible. <laughs> Um, they definitely dancing like Beyonce though. That's true, but no, no. Cardi B, listen, man. I, I, I was impressed. I like. I, I can't even. It's flex. a good album. If you could change anything, or if there was one complaint that you did have about the album, what would that be? Um, any low lights? I guess it would be. Bro, I. The only song I really, don't do I really that. don't care for is the Chance the Rapper song. That's because you don't like Chance. Exactly. Other than, other than that, like, I go through these songs, I'm like, hey, this shit go hard, mm -hmm. this shit go hard, like, I get this, she, and then she didn't do all ratchet shit, like, she could have went for the layup and done 12 Bodak Yellows, mm -hmm. she could have done that, right. but she didn't, though, she flipped the uh, the Project Pat sample on, on Bick and Head, 
She flipped the other little sample, and I like it. So that's the two. Those are the two cheat codes. Those are already hits. You just flipped them, put the put the fire ass beat behind it. Okay, that's a, that's two cheat codes. You can add it. That's a fact. But then I like the song with Sizzle. I even like the through your phone shit where she talking about going through the nigga phone and she was ripping it and everything, dude. Like even the ring where she was, it was a play on calling you, but then also like the ring, like engagement ring or wedding right. ring, like. I, Bruh, this album was way more thought out than I thought it would be, and it wasn't cookie cutter either, though. Like, you know how you get, like, an Eminem and featuring Rihanna? You could be like, nigga, you could have put anybody on that song. Like, that was a ready-made song. Eminem just happened to get on it. I didn't get that cookie cutter feel from here, which I thought I was going to get. I thought it was going to be safe, and I didn't get that. I'm I'm impressed, dude. I ain't going to lie. This is probably the best female album. Well, hold on. I ain't going to say that. Hold on. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. on. Let me think. Jump off off that clip. It's right there. Just jump. Jump. Go on and jump. I'm going to be real, y'all. Jump. This is is the best female rap album about 15 years, bro. 15 years. At least. Off the top of my head, I say Foxy Brown Broken Silence, bro. That was 98. That was 01. Really? Yo, Nah Nah was 98. Jesus Christ. Broken Silence was 2001. This might be the best female album since then, bro. With all due respect to Nicki's first album, all due respect to Beauty and the Beast, Rhapsody, and all due respect to Dreezy's album, because that shit was fire, too. This ain't better than the Beauty and the Beast at all. Yeah, it is. Nah. That Beauty and the Beast got throwaways on it, bro. No. Trust me. All right, so let me... Well, I mean, I'm not going to agree with you with that, on that at all. My, own, my low life of the album is this. I would question... Where Cardi would go next from here Because I feel like the red carpet Was rolled out for this album You're hot, people are buying into it They're buying into the personality So you're going to get the best beats You're going to get the best writers You're going to get the people who know what the culture is like right now So they can make sure stuff fits you And it fits you well And what you do is doing good That's going to be Atlantic making sure that right now That's a fact So on the second album When the flame ain't as hot Cause people like this first album. This this is it. This is get rich or die trying. This is that for her. What I would wonder is, is she a good enough artist on the second album when the whole bag ain't behind her? Like maybe seventy five percent of the bag is behind her. Is right. she gonna be able to come through? That's what I'm scared of because I feel like this is the max. This maxed out right here. Mm. And I say that knowing that Cardi ain't like. She ain't a, 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 a A-list artist. And I ain't saying that, saying that she ain't got it's charisma or she can't put out great songs. Right, right. I don't know if she can do that by herself without the team or the bag. And I know that's here on this album. Well, hold, well, hold on. Hold on. Because a, a team, having a team is not, is not shouldn't be held to somebody's detriment. Like, you're supposed to have mm-hmm. a, a, a squad that got you on the right path, that got you naming your shit Invasion of Privacy, which fits right. her perfectly because she started on a reality show, got popular via social media where she had to do the videos with no makeup on. She had to do the videos, mm-hmm. you know, talking the way she talked in order to get popular. So the whole package was put together by Atlantic. Opinion. Well, my point is that's by Atlantic, though. I, we don't know that. Yeah, we do. We know I, that. I no we, we know that. Once Atlantic got behind Cardi, that she started being looked at in a whole different light. We know that, like, the looks were, they were just different. They were more, they were more, um, 
they show more light into her being a successful artist than they did to her being a reality TV star. Of course. Once Atlantic started getting behind it. So I'm asking, and, and I guess my fear is, and what I would say my low point is, is maxing out on album number one because I don't think that she will have the support, not of a team. I understand what you're saying. The team going to be there. As long yeah. as she got a good team, like you say, with LeBron or like right. the, Kevin the Hart. money team or <laughs> Kevin Hart, as long as you got a good team, you're going to be able to do what you do. I ain't knocking her team. I just don't know their track record yet. What I'm saying is once Atlantic is no longer like, okay, Cardi is my top priority, once the next Cardi come through, like once that next wave or whatever they think is popular come through, once she ain't the main priority, can she still maintain? uh, Nothing on this album tells me she can't. Okay. I ain't saying she can't either. I just want, that's, that's my concern. I'm, Bro, I was shocked by this album, dude. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, bro, I was expecting this to be a one and done. I was gonna listen to it once. Mm-hmm. We was gonna mention it early on. Oh, in you the been show. You, you done had it on repeat. You been running it back and everything. I mean, not first of all, it's just we're not gonna make it seem like I'm. Uh, <laughs> she got the wig on. I, I got lyrics tattooed on my fucking See, arm. You got the Barty wig hanging out the whip and everything. <laughs> I will say this though: it's it's dude friendly music in the whip though. <sighs> it's dude friendly music. Like if you pulled up. No, nah, you was no. Nah, if you bro. pulled up relax. and you was banging nah, money, I'm, I'm bag. not even gonna let you say that. No, relax. no, no, no. You're not pulling up bang, banging Cardi B Dolo you, and, yes, and you getting are. away. No, you're not. You bang, you can Stop, bang Bodak Yellow, dude. bro. You and your girl. No, you can. You and your wife. Yes, Solo. y'all pull up banging and hop out. That's cool. No, you're not pulling up banging Cardi B by yourself, Dolo and shaking. You can it. know that's the words. Happening. You can know the words to Bodak no. Yellow. No, yes. Get out of here. That's dude approved. I'm stamping yeah, no, it. No, you're not the first of all. First, I'm first and it. foremost, I'm the, I'm the you authority. don't have that official stamp. Secondly, <laughs> that's just not true. Let me, guys, I'm don't take Animal Brown's advice on this. Please do not pull up with your windows down, banging that Kodak. Oh, excuse me, that Bodak Yellow yes, or can. anything off at Cardi. You with your woman and y'all out, cooler Sunday fun day. Y'all leaving a picnic. Y'all leaving brunch and y'all want to turn up the Cardi. That's cool. Nah. All right, you single. You got a car full of your homegirls and they want to bring the car. <laughs> That's cool. But you dolo on the Cardi pulling Tough. up like Safari? Tough. You going to be just like him on Angie Martinez. <laughs> crying, wondering why you got robbed. <laughs> you don't know what happened. I was just bang- oh, I was just banging the Cardi. Now I will say and this though. I was just banging the Cardi niggas had guns in my face. <laughs> That's what happened. I will say this. Highlights hi- highlights was I like the intro, even though it, it gave me Meek Mill vibes, but that's okay, so did T Grizzly shit. Um that's I like the Project Pat sample. I fuck with the money bag. I like the through your phone shit. That shit was it, it, it's got some good songs, man. Good beats. She's staying in pocket with the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were any of the joints was you that you was fucking with? I like the joint with SZA. That's a good one too. Yeah, that's a really good one for me. I like the joint with Chance. I like how she was yeah, able to go over her that. transgressions and stuff it. like that. But I'm a Chance fan. Um, that shit garbage. And last but not least, I like the song with the Migos. That's I like, hard I like too, that. though. That's cool. She held on with. You know what I'm saying she could hold on with Migos and shit though. Migos question coming up later from one of the Aunt Deckers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tease. Nice little teaser. Cool little tease there. Uh, let us know what y'all think of the Cardi album. Did it live up to uh, the hype? Is yeah. it complete and utter garbage? Yeah. Will you not even listen? Mm. Where does it rank and maybe some of the more recent female albums? It's been kind of quiet. Yep. Let us know what you think, man. We'd like for you to leave a comment on Facebook on the On Deck TV Show podcast page or Facebook at Reply to Us and let us know what you think. Or 
You can go to Facebook, Rap Chat, and let us know what you think there. Um, Damn, did I say the Twitter? No, I you meant should to say, say Facebook. I said five Facebook twice. I meant mm-hmm. once on the Twitter and then once on the Facebook. All right, man. <laughs> the good? Twitters. You got it? Um, Thanks for the help. I appreciate that. No, nah, I just let Thanks. you drown. I appreciate that. Um, you know we, we use a break. <laughs> Jim Jones is back. It's your man too. Yeah, I like the first three Jim Jones albums. I ain't co-signing nothing. So said no one ever. I like the first three Jim Joneses. Man, listen. In 2018, when you put on the rundown sheet, Jim Jones featuring Yo Gotti. Tough. There's no way on earth that I'm listening to that. Chicken fried I'm rice. I'm not even going to listen to that on the break. Like, hey, I'm going to walk off, and then you can just tell me how this sounds. You better listen to it right now. <laughs> she fell in love with a trapper. Got it. Then I turned rapper. Okay. Shout it, give me half of a heart. I ain't got an exit. Put pistols in her name for me. Start acting different. She like, you chain home. Shout it, keep a nigga on his game. Home facts. She said, fuck a ring. She just want my word. Only animals she kept for me is birds. Only secrets that I kept from her were quiet. If them people come, I know she down the hood nigga with a hood bitch. Plus we hood rich. Going round the ghost, pink and purple for my hood bitch. You and your bitch rock matching outfits. We got matching folders. Yeah, I be with a lot of bitches, but I fuck with Shawty. She come from a city where it's full of fried rice. Been to the trenches where it's chicken fried rice. We are back That was your favorite rapper Jim Jones I didn't hear Jeezy or Bootsy or 2 Chainz on that album Um, Chicken Fried Rice featuring Yo Gotti man how you feel Why did they name that song Chicken Fried Rice like a chicken fried rice. That's you hear him singing in the hood? stupid, man. Like, you don't like chicken fried rice now? They I was in f- Chinatown in the video. I fuck with chicken fried rice. It makes no sense to call the love song on the album for <laughs> Jim Jones chicken fried rice. Like, let's let's make this song called Chicken Fried Rice featuring Yo Gotti. He said, it's fucking retarded. In the hook, she ain't been in the hood. She don't know nothing about that chicken fried rice. Well, she ain't been in the hood then. That's what I'm saying. It's so one or the other. Either she knows about the chicken fried rice or she doesn't. He going to put up on it. Oh, my God. That song actually went that bad. First though. and foremost, we eating the Benny Hanna's. That's fast. And fast. it ain't the hood chicken fried rice. We definitely want the Benny hibachi shit. I don't know. They got hibachi, though. I want yeah, hibachi got, fried rice. I don't want that cheap shit. They got bodegas. Right, well, as long as they got a, a flat top and where they can throw the rice on there <laughs> with the meat and the, 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 the yum yum sauce and all that good shit. However they talk, son. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, son? Uh, somebody let me know if they got Benny Hanna in New York. I'm interested. I don't feel like Googling it. They got to have Benny Hanna in New York. Uh, all right, we back. That was a decent song, though. I'm not going to lie. They needed somebody a little more skilled on the hook, though. A boogie with the hoodie would have murdered them. I can see that. I'm big on him right now because of his Rapture episode. I was really surprised and and, and impressed. I by put that. the world on a boogie. Ah, uh, you didn't you didn't do a good job because I didn't <laughs> like him until I seen that episode. It was a good episode though. He a cool young cat. See I like a him. boogie. All right, man. Uh, next up, we don't necessarily have a question of the week. We actually got a couple of rapid fire joints, a couple of topics we wanted to talk about earlier, just didn't have enough goddamn oh, time. We bringing the chopper out late in the show. Absolutely, man. Got a couple of rapid fires. Let's go. You don't need to go in depth. Just give me a little sum about this. Uh, first up, Jewels is out of prison. Shout out to him. 
Any <laughs> vows to do the right thing? Are you biting? What's the right thing for Joel Santana? Not getting locked up again. <laughs> is it going to the studio and rapping like you should have 15 years ago? Is that home, what the right thing is? It's staying home and cooking chicken fried rice. I don't want to hear that no more, Jewels. I'm sorry. The right thing just won't work for you anymore, brother. I think Jewels, if by the right thing he means getting in the studio and making music, then no. He won't be doing That's, that. definitely won't happen. He won't do that. Now, trying not to run. For, first of all, not bringing a pistol to the airport. Or if that's oxy- the right thing, then yes, I believe he'll never do that again. Or eight Oxycontins. He's never doing that again either. Absolutely. Take them before you get on the flight. Eh, 100%. Drake. Drake dropped the Lauren Hill joint over the weekend. What do you think about that? Was it a hit or miss? I think it was a fucking hit. What are you talking about? Was this Drake song a hit? Coming from Drake's number one fan. Anytime, if Drake dropped, it's a hit. I ain't got to hear the shit. Oh, oh the Drake joint with the Lauryn Hill sample? What was it, X Factor? There for me, there for me. That shit hard. That shit go hard, though. Not going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I thought it would be a, a slower song. Yeah, they put the New Orleans bounce to it. Let me, do, let me tell you this, though. Another genius... Strike by Drake's team putting Issa Rae yeah. and fucking Rashida, uh, Jones. Rashida Jones and uh, who else in the video? My girl Tiffany Haddish. Man, yeah, that come was on, hard. man, that's a home. You can't lose run, right now, with dude. That. Drake always got the cheat code. He keeps it. Uh, God's plan is at eleven weeks at number one. That's his longest run yet. Then he drops this. This will probably break it. Cue's God's plan. <laughs> um, now n- moving on. Tupac's liner notes for Machiavelli. Um, the Seven Day Theory album mm-hmm. are being auctioned off, starting at thirty stacks. If money was no object, would you cop? Yes, I need that original handwritten Tupac disc for all the haters out there, and I'm framing that, putting it in the big boy roped off velvet section in the man museum <laughs> at the house. Yes, I need that. Yeah, I need that too. I'm gonna have it right next to the car that he was shot in and Biggie was shot in. <laughs> um, in my like slain rapper uh, memorial. I'm a huge fan of that pocket album. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. If I had them 30 bands, I would cop, period. That, that is a good decision. There's a new Kendrick Lamar album where he's rapping over Dre beats. Are you yeah. checking for that? And also, there is a brand new Drake and Ninth Wonder that's supposed to be of the same cloth. What do you think about these collab albums, and what do you want to hear next? I think they're really cool for the short term. They don't have much replay value. Of course, they're mashups, right? They take mm-hmm. old Kendrick acapellas, and this one put them over Dr. Dre beats. It's called The Damn Chronic. Fire. That's a dope concept, and it's got, they've got a couple joints on there, but when you get to really listening to it, and really it's like some of them are off beat, some of the verses. I've never even heard this Kendrick verse before. Yeah, that's a lot, man. That's a lot for me to tune into, and, and, and especially for me to say Dre and Kendrick and act like I can sit here and enjoy all of this. I ain't signing up for this. I ain't signing up for the Jeezy and Beats by the Pound. I'm not signing up for the T.I. Okay. over Kanye West beats. I'm just not doing it. It's not... A, a cool thing. So you're not doing the Drake over Ninth Wonder? No, not. A, I mean, not old Drake verses. Should I heard the verses before? But maybe still, I get new Ninth Wonder beats, and that's cool. But no, if a nigga did this as like an EP and it was like six songs, okay, that'd be cool. You took like the fireest Kendrick say, verse. Man, them, them verses got to be. That's what I'm saying. Fire. Take though. the dopest Kendrick verse with the dopest six Dre beats. That'll be killing. Is that worth the time? He can a lot like, of who gonna sit there and engineer that shit. This you see what I'm saying? Like, you got to put all of that together. Now, this DJ getting clock off this, though. Mm. He getting right. hella downloads. All right. Um, people got that from when Jay Dude did the Jay over, like, the Beatles shit. Duh. That's, like, really what the kicked The Grey album off. or some shit like yeah, that. Exactly. 
Um, all right, last not least, man, T.I. and Gucci Mane go back and forth over who started Trap Rap. Uh, how do we solve this once and for all? This is very simple, and it would be great for all of us Trap Rappers out there. Gucci Mane, T.I., Jeezy need to make an album. No. Each of them can do their own variation, three songs, trap music, put them three. That's nine songs from the best trap fucking producers, Shorty Red, Zaytoven, whoever it may be, and let's hear the album. Whoever got the big session of the album originated, started, and is the trap rapper. Uh, so first of all, to- we'll never resolve this. <laughs> People will go back and forth between the end of time because what you get is Gucci saying, I made this song in 2000 and whatever, and mm-hmm. then T.I. will say, but I made this album in with called trap music in mm. 2003 and then what some more or a body over here will say yeah but this artist was talking the same street trap shit in they the just 90s they did it in 97 they just didn't call it trap music so this is a never-ending debate that's already old and i really wish they would put that shit to bed uh i, I do think that it's going to continue to blow up like a fucking wildfire because I mean, who T.I. got time and Gucci Man got time, so Clearly. hey, uh, might as well do it. Uh, people will start to say that it's Memphis. Shout out DJ Cotton in the rap chat. I can respect that, though. I know why he would say that. I mean, you know why he would say it, but people would say it's Jeezy. People would say it's Yo Gotti. People would say it's someone from down here. People would say it's Outkast, not to do before uh, even them. So, I mean, like you said, it's a long debate. I'd love to have it with someone because I think personally that it's Jeezy, and I don't think that can be disputed. You saying Jeezy came before Gucci Mane? I'm saying that Jeezy defines what trap is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And Gucci Mane don't. And Jeezy did come before Gucci Mane, yes. I mean, not well, okay. I don't know what uh, wherever they pulled that out of their ass. That Gucci Mane picture. I don't know what that was. Yeah, that, was they, 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 I don't care that that came out of old one. No one knew, dude. Ten Seventeen Records uh, Instagram account is the one going back mm-hmm. and forth with Ti, which is actually pretty entertaining. That it was, and that's the end of the quick. Hit rapid fire choppers out edition. Do we got our own deck of the week? Uh, yes, we do. Let's play a clip. He posed a question. Um, then we'll let you know who it is. Check it out. Let's go. What's good, AB and Spike Lou? It seems the majority of hip hop treats take off as if he's the Migos version of Bone Thugs Wishbone. When truthfully, he's top three Migos and he's not number three. I think people discount him because of his looks and give Quavo way too much credit for his waffle skin tone. Huncho may have the voice that's perfect for any hook, but verse-wise, he's lightweight. And yeah, he's good for an ad-lib or two, but when I hear a takeoff verse, I actually want to hear what he has to say. You see, I haven't mentioned Young Set yet, and that's because he's clearly separated himself from his counterparts. He has the talent, charisma, and, by popular opinion, the hottest chick in the game right now carrying his baby. So my question for y'all is, how do you rank them at this point? All right, man, that was from... Listener Willie Rock Jr. Young Willie Rock Jr. from 680 The Fan down here in the A. Shout out to him and his internship he got going on up there. Absolutely. Shout out to the radio voice. Sound like you need to be on the goddamn uh, main joint. Listen, man. uh, Some Alvin Cooper tried to play him in the rap chat and was like, man, we don't want you coming in and sitting in on the On Deck podcast if your voice ain't legit. But that's a fact, though. That's a fact. Okay. Just put that out there. That's a fact. And Will Rock Jr. came through with the fire. He came through with the radio voice to shut shit down. Yeah, he sound like Ron Burgundy. 100%. Yeah, he killed that. We commend you, my friend, for that. You're on Decca of the Week for yep. coming through with the question that was killer and the radio voice. That was dope. Man, to answer the question, if I had to, first of all, 
thank you for giving Takeoff his proper respect. I have been waving the Takeoff flag for flag forever in a day. Everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. He has been snapping since the mixtape days, dude. What? He has been taken off since day one. So, in my opinion, he's numero uno. Offset is number two, and Quavo is now number three. The most popular, best Migo is third in your book. I'm gonna he's go. On, he's fell off. I'm gonna go Migos. You're gonna go Migos. As far as the ranking, okay. <laughs> Take off third. Wow. Quavo first, Offset second. Nah, that's how I'm gonna do it. Nah, because like last, maybe last year, year before last. You no, know, I'm just saying Quavo is the reason behind the hits, and I don't think it's because he's light skinned as I got Will Rock. He's, he's got the personality. He does have the personality. He's the older person of the group. He's the the foreman of the group, and I think I got that. I mean, that matters. That has something to do with it. Yeah. So I let Quavo have his shine, and he make he put the sauce on there. Like they might be good. And what they do, and they might have bars, but ain't nobody got that sauce. Like he ain't got, ain't nobody got the Big Mac sauce for them paws like Quavo does. Two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, Secret onions, sauce. Sesame seed Tough. No way you know that. You don't, you don't remember the song? No, I never knew the song. Fuck I, don't, I never knew it to remember it. Everybody knew that. That's impossible. Two all beef patty, special I know the Oscar sauce, Meyer lettuce, Winter cheese, song. pickles, onions, on the sesame seed bun. O S C A E R. I don't know that. E-R. You're the last nigga on earth still eat hot dogs. I eat Polish sausage. <laughs> <The> Pause. <laughs> Definitely don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Appreciate the question, man. Do us a favor. Send us a voice memo, man. <clears throat> you can email it at ondecktv at gmail.com. Damn, on that TV. Let him drown. Like you did. Yeah, damn. we appreciate that, man. Y'all check us out, man. We're going to start playing those questions. So it's very easy, man. Just send a voice recording to us and we'll play you on air if you have a good enough question and a radio voice. There you go, man. Um, new music out right now E40 and Be Legit for you old heads. Connected and Respected is wow. the name of it. I ain't going to hate on that at all. You checking for that, though? Checking for is a strong Even the older Older generations words. Are doing collab albums now uh, Famous Dex Dex meet Dex meets Wait, Dexter First of all Did huh? you know That Famous Dex Was signed To Rich the Kid And Rich the Kid Has a label With like three rappers on it Oh I didn't know that I'm amazed by that I yeah, didn't know I'm that I'm amazed at all. with that too I didn't know that yeah, that explains. They, they've done a lot of work together. That explains a lot. That's crazy. I didn't know. I, I ain't, I ain't know Rich the Kid was shaking it like that. I fuck with Rich. I'm actually grown to respect Rich the Kid after listening to his album, but I cannot do the same for Famous Dex. I like him outside of the booth, though, but mm-hmm. I can't do the music. Yeah. Rich the Kid shaking it with his movement. Um, Migos and Gucci Mane are supposed to drop this weekend. Glacier Boys. Oh, my God. Another collab project. <laughs> Gucci milking it. Well, I ain't mad at Gucci. Fuck it. You ain't fuck, you ain't listening to that? No. That might be kind of tough, though. I'm not listening to that. You crazy as fuck. Yeah. You say that now the next week, man. I've been on that Glacier Boys all weekend. Not good. You've never heard me say that about a Gucci <laughs> man and Migos project <laughs> at all. Uh, and also, don't forget the damn chronic mixtape, man. Kendrick Acapella's over Dr. Dre Beats. Mm. What you got on deck for the weekend? Slow motion, Billy Ocean. Man, I'm chillaxing. What you got up? Um, No nerd shit. Ain't no ain't an X Men uh, movie coming out or something. Uh, Avengers comes out in two weeks. Don't worry uh, about I it. I thought it was here now. I'll be there. Don't you worry about a thing. God, you camping out? You like going on Thursday? <laughs> you doing like pre sale tickets, baby? I need uh, to cop some pre sales. Make sure I'm in there. 
Okay. Um, is this gonna outsell? Like, yes, it's gonna outdo what Black Panther just yeah, did. Yeah, it is. Wow. Shout out to Black Panther and the numbers that it's done, but that's short lived. This Avengers is about to take all all the records that that just broke mm-hmm. will be broken by this Avengers. Speaking of uh, Black Panther, Chad with Boswick, Boswick, he Boseman. was on whatever. He was on Saturday Night Live and they did Black Jeopardy. That shit was funny. He shook it. That was funny as fuck. That was very funny, dude. It was. Yeah. So let me get this straight. This is the <laughs> person who is of Caucasian descent. <laughs> and she will put something very unnecessary in the potato salad. That shit like was raisins. Funny. Damn, y'all check that out, man. Anything good you seen on TV lately? Um, now the usuals. Uh, usuals. Rapture, that shit dope. Billions, of course, that's dope. One hundred percent. Uh, I gotta catch up on a lot of shit though. Hey, real quick, I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. I'm still the last motherfucker on earth watching the Tupac and Biggie shit on USA. Yeah, you are. Um, dude, like, you're literally the only person. I, I am. I'm literally the only reason why that still get played yeah. on TV. But do you know what happened to Orlando, the dude that allegedly shot Pac? Do you got, know what happened to him? He got killed in the drive-by to the car wash or something, didn't he? Dude, yes. But they actually showed, like, the scene. I had to Google this shit to make sure that it was accurate. Yeah. Dude, him and his homeboy roll up to the car wash, see two brothers that allegedly owed him some bread. Mm-hmm. So Orlando's like, hey, where my bread at? The brother raises his shirt up like, nigga, your bread right here, nigga, his pistol. So then the Orlando's homeboy is like, hey, man, y'all chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Orlando is like, nigga, fuck that. He pulled his pistol out. So then a gunfight ensues. The brother shoots Orlando. Orlando shoots one of the brothers, mm-hmm. right? right? They end up dying from those wounds. The other brother is also shooting. So mm-hmm. the friend is in the car like, dude, what the fuck? He picks up Orlando's gun because he dropped it from being shot mm-hmm. and shot back and hit the second brother right the second brother dies from those wounds so orlando's friend the last man standing shot at it now this nigga shot at everything tries to drive off to go to the hospital but crashes and hits like a fucking power line or something welcome to the okay corral dude do you know they gave orlando's homeboy three life sentences and they added an extra 40 because they considered it a drive-by because he drove off Jesus Christ. He's been fighting that shit to this day. They gave him all three bodies. Man, that's crazy. And he didn't know what was going on. Bro, I was I was reading that shit blown the fuck shit. away, dude. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's, that's the rough. worst verdict ever. That's rough. That's <laughs> very <laughs> rough. Uh-huh. I ain't heard a worse cynicsing than that, bro. That's, that's tough. They gave him Orlando body, too? And, <laughs> like, and, what? I, and I rolled up with him? And I, I didn't know what was going on or nothing. I had no pistol on me. They got shot back with his gun, dude. He had a public defender. Had he had to. Mr. Magoo in the he fucking... He had to have a public defender. Before we get out of here, we are starting the PlayStation 4 Madden 2018 Football League. Y'all don't want that smoke. You gonna get... I mean, you kicked my ass yeah, in dog. Madden the other day on... I was hot about that. I'm that cold, though. Nah, it's not true. It was a fluke. But with that being said, we are starting the league... Y'all send me y'all um, PlayStation usernames, and I'll think about adding the 10 of y'all yep. with the addition of the people that are already in. So we got 10 spots in the league. Hope you get in. If you do get in, bragging rights are available. If you win it over anybody else on Realville, we'll send you a nice little T-shirt and a gift card or something. There you go, man. Oh, three life sentences? All right, never mind. That shit fucked me up. Yeah, that's rough. Um, yeah, fuck with us. Like I said, pay close attention to the Instagram. Pay uh, close attention to Twitter and Facebook. Add on Deck TV Podcast. Big announcement coming this week. Facts. Anything else? We appreciate y'all listening, man. Shout out to Real. There you go. We out. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you.
Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.